Welcome back, everyone, to episode 130 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am Tommy Cresta. Alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Ferran. And today, we're here to talk about Dune Part 2. This is a spoiler-free review, thanks to IMAX. And, uh, yeah, we don't really have any news to talk about. But, yeah, before we get into the actual review portion of this, how has your week been? Well, since the last episode, how you been? Not bad. Uh, busy week. A lot of schoolwork. But, you know, we're, we're done now. Um chilling hopefully my mic sounds pretty good because we does. didn't test mine i was listening to your thing you know what Dude, you're always thinking ahead I know. um rat bastard <laughs> no i'm doing pretty good though um not bad we saw dune 2 in imax mm -hmm. the kid next to me was a fucking <laughs> asshole came in annihilated and didn't shut up the entire movie was just vaping the entire time it's crazy um it's the best time to be deaf in my left ear. Oh, my God. He was fine at first. Like, when he was like, oh, man, I'm I'm pretty fucked up. I'm like, okay. Like, if you, you know, I'll joke around for now. But as long as you shut up during the movie, that's cool. <laughs> Did not shut up during the goddamn movie at all. I had a great time. Oh, man, I had a terrible time. Um, And I didn't love the movie as much as I was hoping I would. I definitely hyped myself up, which, I mean, rightfully so. Let's be honest. First one was pretty goddamn good. Yeah, you know you're expecting a lot from this one, and yeah, I think everyone just expects like, especially cinephile people. Yeah, like the and especially name. when Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 98, 95 opening goes up to a ninety eight. Like that's you know, you know, you get get my hopes up too high. Yeah, so all the other yeah. sites are doing it. Um, I think just opening thoughts, slight disappointment. A lot of things I didn't love about it, but it's still still a banger. It was still good. Um, maybe not as good as the first one for me though. I know you have the opposite opinion, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, nothing. I thought you might have something else you wanted to say. No, oh. you go. Go ahead. Well, first off, to all the soldiers in Malevolent Creek on Helldivers, we are struggling. <laughs> <laughs> that that planet will never be liberated. <laughs> It has went up 1% since I've gotten this game. Nice. I have died. It has to be in the 200s now on just that map. I can't wait to get it. You have to get it. It's so much yeah. fun. I'll get it like the end of the end of this week when I'm on spring break. I'll get it. Yeah, it's but, so chaotic. Yeah. And the first like five, because I thought I didn't know that there was different difficulties. I thought it was on one difficulty. Mm -hmm. So I was vibing. I was like, oh, this is easy. I don't care how people are struggling. Then I joined Connor and Connor was playing on Helldiver difficulty. It was like the top difficulty. Mm -hmm. I mean, five seconds in, I was dead. I mean, I landed, I was dead. It went like that for like the first 10 games. Yeah. But yeah, great game. That's what mm -hmm. I, I've really just been doing that recently. That Perfect. Working, making some money. Um, watching a lot of gangster films recently. Yeah. Went down a rabbit hole. Nice. But I'm going to save that for my solo episode when I do my Letterbox recaps. Okay. Can't, can't oh, Mr. Tommy's Corner over here. Yeah. Nice, dude. This episode's slap <laughs> i haven't listened to one i think it's because they're so short i feel like i can listen to this yeah they're like, like yeah it's like a it's the tiktok of podcasts it really is yeah, that's what works for me going into dune of course i had high expectations didn't even lose my favorite director all these things i knew what was gonna happen so like i just was like this guy has never made a bad movie he's not gonna make one all of a sudden so i know ryan likes the first one more i think this is possibly the greatest science fiction movie ever made mm -hmm. with some of the greatest sound editing visuals action set pieces 
all these things. And I thought the performances were better in this one than they were in the first one. I thought there was more for Timothy Chalamet to do. I think Timothy – see, I think Chalamet may have been better in this one because I, I haven't seen the first one since it came out, so I kind of forgot. Yeah. But I like I went back and watched some old like reviews and podcasts, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Everybody kind of had the idea there were a few Chalamet lines. It's like, man, he – The delivery wasn't, wasn't always that. Yeah. So I think maybe Chalamet was better in this one, but I feel like he had less – how like he had more, he had more to do, but saying about, it. I don't know. It, I don't know. He had a lot to do. I swear this dude had just a negative effect on your whole outlook. I mean, he did, but still I, there was a lot of parts of this movie. I was like, that's, that's it. Or no, you didn't like along? how it felt. Like I loved how it felt like a book. I was like chapters. Yeah. It, it felt very like, and yeah. I was loving it. Cause I was like, Oh, I, cause I would forget about things. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I still got this to all watch. And then like, it was like halfway through the movie, and in my head, I was like playing the trailer in my head because like to remember scenes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit! I haven't seen like half the trailer yet." Yeah, which was nice because like a lot of the movie was like hidden. Yeah. Um, no, the it does feel very like chaptery. Like you'll kind of you'll finish one scene and then you know all of a sudden they're down in a whole different place. Like all of them are just there. You're like okay. All right, we're here now. Cool. Fine. I like going from different people. Like you'd go to Rebecca mm-hmm. Ferguson for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Follow yeah. Austin Butler for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't mind that stuff. It just some scenes where it does like where they all jump to a different location. It does feel kind of you know, it feels like it happens very quickly. Like I feel like the pacing it was very breakneck. But I also understand that the book was written like that. Like oh, the it, second it half moves. of the book. Yeah, it, it's very. Even the I first know, half of the book, like it's still a slower part of the book. I mean, the whole story is very fast. Yeah, but the um, what's it? Frank Herbert, right? Is that the, that his name? Am I getting that right? I know it's Herbert. I think. I forget if it's Frank or not. The Frank author. Herbert. Yeah, the author. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, my mom texted me. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I left you. No, I know the way he described how he wrote the book was that it was supposed to be, and I'm, this is, this is him. He said he wrote it how, like how you're supposed to have sex where it's very slow and methodical in the beginning. And then it speeds up and then it gets faster and faster. And then there's this big, you know, climax at the end and then it's <laughs> over <laughs> and that's it. So you can definitely kind of feel that the first one took its time a lot more. And the second one, you know, it starts out kind of slow and it kind of, you know, you, you kind of get through like, you know, here's these characters again and just kind of re-familiarize yourself with them. And then it just starts going and it does not stop. And I was, love that. I, I like it. I like that most of the time. I just feel like in this, you kind of needed a few extra scenes to be like, all right, this is what's happening with everybody else. I feel like you get less of, you know, how everyone else is feeling when a scene, like you said, scenes are very... You know, one scene is Rebecca Ferguson heavy. It's like very centered on her. The other scene is Chalamet. The other scene is, you know, Zendaya, whatever. I feel like with those scenes, when you focus on the one character, you really, really don't get any of the emotions from anybody else. And that's another thing like, you know, the book, you get the inner monologues, everybody else. I know. I know that that's obvious. But most movies you like, you know, Rebecca Ferguson does something and then you get the camera shot of Chalamet reacting to it. I feel like you don't get a lot of like reactions from characters most of the time. I feel like Chani really is the one who gets like the most. Yeah. You get to see her reaction. Yeah, things. for but sure. That's, that's also like the book. You're seeing it from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you want to know what that's what it really comes down. Cause he wants to know what she thinks about it. He doesn't really care what anyone else thinks. 
Yeah. Nate really doesn't care about anything at the end. Damn well, he so. does. He just... He's a dickhead. He's not a dick. He's doing what's <laughs> needed to be done. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was, the Atreides are never like... People call them the Starks in space. They're just not. It's not the same at all. They're not good people. The Atreides? Yeah. They're not bad. They're not the Harkonnens, but yeah. they're not good. Yeah. No, they don't... They're cool. They're like the Starks. They're better in... They're not like the Starks. The Starks aren't good people. What the fuck are you talking about? Sean Bean's a good guy. Sean Bean's a good guy. Jon Snow. The rest of them, they're fine. Rob's a good guy. I was freaking... He's fine. What the fuck are you talking about? No, because he was. if he went through with what he needed to do, then they went... Oh, sorry. He fell in love. Sucks to suck. With a medic who taught, him, who taught him that people on both sides are being hurt and that war is bad and that he should stop. And he started to stop. No, and he got he fucking murdered. He was trying to. No, he wasn't. Rob Stark's the fucking man. He was man. not trying to stop. Rob that was Stark the whole issue. King. He was king of the North. I don't want to hear it. He was the king. They call him the king. He was the king of the North. For like a day. Shut your dirty trap. I'm, um, I'm trying to keep my phone open yeah. because I, I have a bunch of notes written now. Yeah. Brand's a piece of shit, though. Brand's a piece of shit? Fuck Brand, dude. Uh, what's her name's a piece of shit? I will say. Uh, this Both is... girl daughters are assholes. Arya's not an asshole. She becomes an asshole. But exactly. Yeah. She also went through, I mean, both those girls went through some ringer, dude. That was, they had a rough go of it. Is there um, a way to keep your phone on longer? Like, why is my screen good? I want to, there needs to be a setting where my phone just doesn't turn off unless I turn it off. Yeah, there is a setting. Really? It's in settings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can set like one minute, two minute, five minute, ten minutes. Yeah, because I'm trying to keep my notes open. Yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, I will say I, I did have that fear. It didn't happen, thankfully, but I did have that fear. Like, you know. This movie is about Paul, you know, learning to be the Mujahideen, however you pronounce it. The titles are uh-huh. nuts. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was very worried he was going to turn into like the Brand Stark and just stop having emotions. It doesn't get to that point. At it least doesn't, I didn't think it, it doesn't get, get to that, to that point. point. I don't think it even gets that bad because he does. You know, he has emotion because he even tells Chani before she doesn't realize he's going to give his hand away to marriage. But he says, I love you. All right. Spoiler free. Goddamn. It's fine. <laughs> they mentioned that in the first movie. We yeah, all no, know. That's, that's his that's entire. That's not a spoiler. That's his whole, said other <laughs> Yeah. No, that's that's kind of his whole plan. That's what he's. Yeah. That's been the towards. plan since halfway through movie one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he, he doesn't. He doesn't get to that point. But I genuinely had that fear of like, oh, man, don't make him just this emotionless freak. Like, that's it's so stupid. Um, it doesn't get to that point for me, but Brand's the worst. Brand, he could have been so cool, dude. They just cut him out. He wasn't in season five for a goddamn second. It's so much cooler in the books. Season I've only read the banger. first book. Not for Brand. Yeah, just not Brand's in. a bitch. No one wants to see Brand. No one cares about that storyline. He didn't. That's a lie. It's so much cooler in the book, dude. I read the first book. I don't want to hear it. The Tom. first book. <laughs> <laughs> um. It is cooler though. He's getting like dreams throughout the entire thing. He has dreams. And the three eyed raven is, you know, a fucking Targaryen, so it's pretty cool. It just they don't mention that. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? And then he turns into fucking pixie dust. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, they're not the they're not the space starks, though. It's so are. dumb. It's they're just not. What were some of my notes? Yeah, what are your notes? Mm. 
Well, first off, I wanted to say, I think I kind of said this with Tim- Tim- Timothy Chalamet already, mm-hmm. that I think he was better in this one. I think him and Austin Butler give the standout performances mm-hmm. in this film. I think Faith Rotha, besides Paul, was probably my favorite character because I just like Paul Trey's. I like the fallen angel kind of take on characters. Like, where they kind of have to make the choices that aren't the best. Like, you're not a good guy. You're also not a bad guy. Yeah. But, and then, who doesn't love just a crazy guy? <laughs> a oh, crazy yeah. villain. It's always so much fun. Yeah, no. Austin Butler did a really good job. Even though me and you both said, like... The first line. He, <laughs> when, he, when he gets introduced, his very first line, he has that, like, southern... Elvis accent. He doesn't have it any, anywhere else. It's just but the first line. First line. He's like, "How y'all doing?" Like he just hits it. It's uh, and the next line's gone. Yeah, I was so scared for a second. I'm like, "Oh no!" I can't don't believe they Yeah, maybe it's someone in his throat. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what else do I say? I gotta hold my phone up when I read. Oh, Denis again shows that this man can do anything. Yeah, he's the best with working with a video. He's the best with working with visual effects because every single person I talk to, that's not like me or you. And they're like, oh, my God, like, how do they do that with just CGI and green screen? I'm like, well, it's not green screened. He actually shoots in these locations and they just put visual effects over everything. Yeah, they don't use the CGI. They don't yeah, use he, doesn't, green screen. he doesn't use green screens too much. I Which will say the, the shot. This isn't a spoiler. The shot. It's a shot like in the beginning and it's the Baron. And like, you know, talking to his troops, whatever. It's very towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it kind of, you know, it's a very wide shot. And you kind of see like the Baron and. Is that um, when he gets, he's up in the air? Yeah. When he starts levitating That's away. Awesome. Dude, it looks so good. You don't see Eddie. He just floats away a little bit. And I'm like, God damn, that looks good. <laughs> You're like, God damn. Denise. Damn. <laughs> I love how they float in these, in this world. It's yeah. so smooth and like soft. Mm, it is smooth. Oh my the God. The technology is so much fun. That whole the universe is the best. Yeah, it um, is very cool. Greg Fraser's cinematography continues. He's gonna win again. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's, it's pretty it's locked amazing. in. It's amazing. What else did I write? Well, I don't oh. know. Maybe I don't know. I mean, just because early in the year this came out, you know. So it did last year time. It came out in the summer last time, didn't did it? it? No, fairly sure. I think it was Dune one. Yeah, look up Dune twenty twenty one. October 22nd of 2021. All right. Well, still. That's still later in the year. Fresh it, in everybody's minds. No, I'm pretty sure it went, in the, it went for the 2022 Academy Awards. Did it? Oh, that would be in February. So, yeah. yeah. Still. Okay. Yeah. Come on now. Hey, right, right. Come on, dude. I'm off. I'm off. Dummy. Um, I'm going to watch the David Lynch one again. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm a sucker for this universe. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit. What the fuck um, did I do to my laptop? Oh, I will. I I kind of missed the uh, the shields. See, it doesn't. I was I was fine without them because I I like how they look and they did use them a little bit, but the soldiers don't use them as much, and we don't just have to see them. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense. But only the soldiers should have to use them. Exactly. So why don't they use them? Well, we don't see the soldiers that often. We're mainly following the same characters. Yeah, but when we do see the shoulders, they just shoulders soldiers. We do see the soldiers in the overhead shots. Yeah, and yeah. then they just. They get shot immediately. You know what would have protected them? Maybe the shots don't doesn't work. No, you know that's not true. <laughs> you know specifically that's a lie. Yeah, I know. See, I don't. I was I was kind of confused about why it's not in the beginning with the, mm-hmm. the blacked out Harkonnen soldiers. But maybe there's a reason to that, and I just don't remember. Maybe the heat yeah. or something they can't use it in certain yeah, weather. A, there could be a reason, but I mean, that I just, sequence was awesome. 
Yeah, it was cool. That um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought the she- the shields were so cool and so they were so cool to look at. They use them at the ships though throughout the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they use them a few times, but they just don't use them as much as we saw in the first movie. Not nearly as much, um, and it makes sense because like the Fremen don't have them, so you know you don't need them there. But the Harkonnens and the the I don't know, the Emperor's dudes, forget what they're called, the Sardaukar. Harkonnens aren't they? No, the Sardaukars, the oh, Emperor's no, the, dudes. The they're like the yeah. hitmen. I think contractors. Yeah. The white armor is yeah. the Sardaukar, the black armor is the, the Harkonnens. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. of course, it's not going to have at the end in the like the fight because it wouldn't make any sense. Why not? Uh, the final fight, like the main fight. Yeah. They wouldn't use it. The, the two guys, why would they use it? What two guys? The whole point of this movie leads to this one moment. Oh, oh, well, yeah, yeah, Yeah. obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about and when they, when we really actually see the full fledged war, you do see that they have it on. They're just not showing it as often. Yeah, because we don't see those shots as often in this one because they're using other types of weapons for that war. But why doesn't um, Batista doesn't? You might not have this thing. Remember that you need to have that belt piece. You need that. Yeah, the shield. What if he doesn't have it? Why not? He's running to the ship to get away. And he was in that room. Oh, he was a prisoner. Remember he's a prisoner and then he runs away? No, I don't remember that. They, they all go into that one big room. And then they're all there. And then oh, they well, okay. come into the room and then he runs away. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of shit in this movie. It's just like, why? I don't know. It's just, it's all little things. Like I said, like this movie's still good. It's just a lot of little things. You're like, what? Why? And I don't know, maybe I'll rewatch the first one, because like I said, I haven't seen it mm-hmm. since it came out. So maybe I'll be like, oh, all right, well, I'm stupid. And then on the, the spoiler one that we're going to do later, apparently, You're gonna be like, damn. I'm going to be like, damn, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that all the side characters in this movie, like a lot of them don't have a ton to do, but it was great just to see them for the small parts that you do get to see them. And you can see their performances, which just makes me want to see Doom Messiah more and more, because I know I'm going to get more of these characters. Yeah. And knowing, I didn't know, I read about today, Denis already started writing it. Good. But he says he's not planning on filming for a bit. He says he's taking a break after this one. To let them, like, grow up. Yeah, and then he's like, we want to make sure this script is perfect, and then we're going to, he says his next movie is Dune Messiah. Damn, okay. But he says it's just going to be. Yeah, he's just going to. He's going to take a break. He's going to make us wait for, he's going to make us earn it. To be like five Fucking or six years now, bastard. To be like the Batman wait. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Mm. Um. Oh, all the action sequences I think were improved from the first one. I like the action sequences, but I like how they filmed one in this one. I don't. I don't know. Like that whole scene on. Uh, oh my god, what's it called? Gaiety? Oh, like the Gaiety? Like the gladiator fight. Mm-hmm. Like his intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah, the awesome Butler's like intro. That was great. Gaiety Prime. Yeah. Like that fight scene was dope. It was dope. The final fight was dope. Yeah. I think this one's I think the fights are good. Like the the personal like one on one hand to hand fights, dope. I think the massive battles, it's definitely like you know they're definitely bigger than this one. It's more like two armies fully going at yeah. head. Whereas in the first one it was, you know, sneak attacks on the on the um Jesus Christ. I can't remember the goddamn names in this in this the series. Atreides? Yeah, the Atreides. Yeah. It's just everything slips out of my head. They're wacky as shit. <laughs> um 
Yeah, the Atreus. It's just it's just the sneak attacks. You don't really get that yeah. like face to face head on battle as much as you do in this one. But I think I think the moments were better in this in the first one. Like when I think of like big moment, like when I think. Of, oh, by the way, the music definitely better in the first one. No, I can't. Shot. I can't think of one. The bagpipes. I don't care. The bagpipes are the best part <laughs> of this entire down, series. Jump, calm down the with ba- the- bagpipes. <laughs> calm down with the um, hand. Not a fucking shot. I I genuinely I can't the think. Score of- when he. I'm, this is in the trailer. When he rides the worm was awesome. It was awesome. The music that plays when they meet and he's like, "My knife, made my knife shatter." Whatever this line is, it's a dope line. Make your knife chip and shatter. And then oh, he's like, man. whatever. Why would he want his knife? No, I know he said, because he's saying, like, I'll give it my all. Like, I'll die for that. I don't know. No, he said, may, I no, like he said die. Die. Yeah. May thy knife. Yeah, so his knife. That means his. Thy? Thy means me. Not they. Thy. Do you want me to look it up? Thy means, like, may thy knife chip and shatter. Oh, it thy. means talking to you. you no. To I'm d- Did you pass English? Yes, that's why I know this. Okay. Thy. It can be either one, I think. But he definitely meant, may thy knife chip and shatter. May your knife fucking break so I can yes, kill you. Can you can use it in first person. Okay. You can. Okay. He was saying it to Austin Butler. He wasn't saying, may my knife break in the middle of this and you stab me in the fucking throat. <laughs> why would he say that? That's saying he says it all like that, but... Like he said, I took it as like he's one. He's ready to die for this. No, he's saying, "I hope your knife breaks, dickhead." <laughs> I don't want to die. He's doing like his whole pride thing, so it just sounds different. Yeah. No, he's, he said, "May thy knife chip and shatter." I like when Austin Butler does it. He's like, "Man, man. <laughs> it does it really quick." Yeah, back he does. He's like, "Whatever, dickhead." I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> See, I I like the big I like the big fights in this one, and I like the score just a lot. I think the score had better like epic music. Like it sounded I, more like war music. See, I just disagree. I, I thought the score had bigger epic moments in the first one. A, the bagpipes. That's it. <laughs> That's the only Those bagpipes. Like, Dreams of Arrakis is a great score. I listen to that when I work out. But ones. I I'm going to listen to this score more. I just don't have any, like, standout. Maybe I'll watch it again and be like, fuck, I was wrong. Yeah, maybe that but, guy wasn't talking to your fucking yeah, wasn't ear. Talking in my face and vaping in my fucking face. <laughs> um, I yeah. may have it written down here that the score was better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I, I disagree. Um, I just don't have like a standout score moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we walked out of the theater in the first one. We're like, who's fucking bagpipes? <laughs> bagpipes are dope. Yeah. And just I, that running scene where you got the explosion in the background and the contrast, their faces are blacked out. Cause like, Oh, it looks so good. And I just don't, I don't know. I didn't have there like so many shots in this one. that looked dope. There were, but not that fucking dope. Him walking with the black hood up was fucking Sick, and the worm comes out of the ground behind them. Yeah, it was that cool. was one of the coolest shots ever. I think the shot where the in the first one where they like they have to run away and they get on that rock and there's the worms just staring at them. That's a cooler shot than the worm in this one. What shot of the worm? The one I'm talking about. Yeah, the one you were just talking about. I don't know. That one's sick because he's you're like he's going to war, baby. Yeah, but and the he's... first one, it's at night and they're like, holy shit, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> that scene so is good. awesome. Yeah, they're when they have, they have to run. Uh, I know Ryan. I'll say my other point first. I love the take on the Messiah in this world. Like I love the prophecy and all that. Like yeah. I love. I think they've done it really well. Where that like they explained that like the North, we don't believe in that. 
the South, they like are hardcore fundamentalists, mm-hmm. which is pretty much how the, a lot of the world is. Yeah. Half the region will believe one thing, and half the region doesn't believe it. So I think they've actually kind of used yeah. stuff that we actually do. And seeing how one person can be that he loves so much is complete opposite thought process mm-hmm. with Rebecca Ferguson, his mother, and then the woman that he actually he's in love with thinks the complete opposite way and does not believe in the prophecy. Yeah, whatsoever. Johnny doesn't give a fuck. Johnny? Johnny, Sean, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't know because he, when he yells to her, he's like, Johnny, in the trailer. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it makes sense, too, why they'd be, you know, they kind of explain lightly why it's, you know, there's more so religion in the South. Yeah. Um, why they believe in more. It's a great line when they explain why. And they're doing, like, the panning shot over the world. It's like, you bitch. You know what you did? Um, you know what I sacrificed? Do you know what I did? <laughs> it's a great movie. Anyone who hasn't seen it, go watch Brothers. With Jake Gyllenhaal. And, uh, what's his name? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Um, this is something I know Ryan doesn't agree with, but I do. Is that Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet's chemistry was great. And I love their take on the relationship. I know that you didn't feel the love, but I felt that they did love each other. And that this... And Chani looked like she had a broken heart at the end of the movie. Like, she it was did. destroyed at the end. I, yeah, I think Zendaya was good. And I, I just, love their their love for, like, how quick Because that's how quick it can happen. Yeah, well, especially for Paul. Because he's been, like, literally dreaming of this girl for months. Yeah, and then... <laughs> so it makes sense. Because you can tell she doesn't want to like him. But then before you even notice anything crazy, the girl says to her, her she's like, you care for him now. Yeah. And then we slowly see them. She's like, no, I don't. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> you give this movie such a bad rap. I know it's just funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't fully buy into the love story. I just don't think it had enough time to like really naturally develop. You just but love. at the same time, I, I don't can't really blame it because it's a fucking action movie. It's you tough to like get that into it. It's you know that's a very it's an important part, but showing that is not as important as like showing him how to learn how to ride one of the sandworms or like really learn the ways of the Oopsie. desert. Yeah. It, it, the love between them is obviously important to the story, but showing it and making it like the important thing in the movie that that was it's never been that type of movie. Yeah. So I understand why it wasn't hugely focused on, but I still think like, you know. What at the end when they're like, mm, but I love you. No, that that <laughs> <doesn't happen. laughs> I love that when he goes to when he talks to her <clears throat> and he's like, yeah, he's like, I will I say my heart. To my very last beat of my last breath or whatever. Yeah, he says some dumb poetry It's a great shit. line. Um, he loves I, yeah. her. But at the end, I thought it was funny. At the end, Zendaya, like this is the very end. This, is, I, this isn't really a spoiler, but Zendaya's like, you know, face has like dirt on it and stuff, but she's like well-kempt and shit. Chalamet has like a unibrow towards the end. Like he hasn't been taking care of himself at all. It's very funny. He's falling see. apart. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about anything besides, you know, becoming the messiah uh the sets and the landscapes were just as great as they are in the first one there's some really cool interior shots in this one like the temples that they go into in this one uh G- jetty prime however you say uh the harkening planet is one of the, the coolest planets i've ever seen like oh. any sci-fi thing yeah the ir light from the black sun dude when they so shot cool. those fireworks yeah oh I'm- my god God, yeah. I remember that was one of my main questions, being like, "Why is this scene black and white?" 
Oh, when they oh, it looks so fucking cool. You could tell people like I was like because I, I was like oh I want to see this, and then like people's faces were like oh it's not mm-hmm. all black and white like the yeah. planet. So when you're inside, it's normal, but mm-hmm. the black sun causes IR light. Which, yeah, for those who don't know when you're using night vision or anything like that, that's what you see. So when there's like fireworks or anything, that's what it looks like. It's like oh, it looks more like water. Dude, it looks so cool. <laughs> those fireworks look. Oh, uh, that whole sequence when he's walking with a uh, Leia Sado. Mm-hmm. That's like Leah, Leia. I, I think it's Leia. That scene when they're walking together and like Leia. the lights like going between their faces. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Anytime like yeah. in a scene where light like fireworks or something mm-hmm. cause like light to come yeah. through. No, it was super cool. That whole building world, I want to see more of. Mm-hmm. And the spinoff series, I forgot. Remember about the sisters series? Yeah. Which the the Ben and Jazzard? Yeah, Ben and Jazzards. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I want to know more about them. They're it's so cool. Yeah. Um, oh. I like them because it's like the they're like the maesters of this. The you know putting cool Game of Thrones terms again. Yeah, powerful. but at the same like there is that grand maester con- conspiracy at least in the books because you know I read the first book. I read Dune. Um, yeah, but you know it's not as secretive in this. Like they straight up just. You know they are in charge. Yeah, they Everybody. are in charge. Everybody. Yeah, I which love is when, fun. Uh, God, what's her name? Not the head mother. God damn it! In the black, the Reverend Mother. Yeah, but she's not the Reverend. Mother. She is Reverend Mother. She no. is. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> but that's something we'll talk about in the next episode. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where she talks to Florence Pugh, and it's one of the best scenes. They're sitting down talking about like how they kind of like are in charge mm-hmm. of things, and they're like, "It's no secret," and like she's pretty much just telling her everything. Yeah. I'm like, huh? First off, Damn. love Florence Pugh. She's great in everything. She can do no wrong for me. Yeah, she was good in this. She, she just has, she definitely has more of a much yeah. bigger role in the next movie. She has ten lines in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone was awesome. Yeah, everyone was great, but it was like, all right, cool. her uh, like voice voice memo thing she does. You see how that thing worked. Yeah, it was cool. With the laser, as she's that was. Yeah. I want one of those. They can't have computers. So. Damn, that's a banger. Shit, stupid. Um, oh yeah. So I, I wrote this down. I'm gonna read it word for word. I said this universe is slowly becoming my favorite science fiction world out there with the technology, the different planets, and their different use of coloring, plant life, and I just want to see more and more and learn more and more about the lore of the Dune universe. Plant life. Yeah, like how you see. I want to see, like, if there's plants on, like, because they said if Arrakis can bring plant life back, I want to see theirs. I want to yeah. see GD's primes. Uh, like, what does that outside world look like? I know it's a I mainly industrial planet, but, and then uh, Calderon, Calderon, however you say it, the Atreides home planet. Yeah. That planet's gorgeous. Yeah, that's just like oceans and grass and shit. It looks like Scotland. It's nice. Yeah. It looks like where they filmed Always Sunny. <laughs> um, Los Angeles? Yeah, I know. No, like, but like how the yeah sad scene. Talking about Ireland? Is that Ireland? Do they go to Scotland? They go to I- The whole point of the oh, yeah, season no. is that they go to <laughs> Ireland. They go to Ireland. They do. Um, oh, Hans Zimmer's score was fantastic. I like that they used parts of the original score, but then also added newer elements to it. Mm-hmm. It was like, we know it's like the, uh, the, like the woman yelling. Yeah, the- chanting that's awesome it is dope and then they mixed it with a new like beat to it mm-hmm. which i really liked and you it seems like you don't like it as much as i did i just don't remember it 
dude at all <laughs> i'd like know the beat and that's it like it's like i like it's in my brain now i believe you but you've said that like 10 times <laughs> since we came to the office today um oh jacqueline west you're an icon i really hope she wins another academy award she does costume design oh, for the dune okay. movies and she also did elvis hmm. she's she's dope those suits always look good in these movies they're still suit yeah they're they're, uh, they're the in armor the yeah Fucking everything looks cool. everything in this movie, yeah. and even the very beginning. There's like we're talking about the scene with the Harkonnens in the beginning. There's like a quick shot from the back, and you just see like a fan, like little buzzing. details. It's little details that make it feel so real. It's like those fans will probably feel so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they turn off for a little bit. They like finally turn back on. You know, those people are like, mm. Jesus. Oh. And then they gotta go get beat to death by Dave Batista for no reason, <laughs> dude. <laughs> destroys that first dude everyone in the field was like damn yeah especially the guy next to me wouldn't shut up about it um donald moitz he's the makeup head of makeup for the doom franchise and the harkonnen makeup is so good yeah like austin Butler talked about his good so it's a bald cap mm-hmm. it goes from his eyelid all the way back down his neck to his shoulders mm-hmm. and it takes three hours and you cannot tell like that it looks like he would have shaved his head for the role like yeah. they, they kept because a lot of times like you'll see it with bulkheads like that bump mm-hmm. his head just looks like his head yeah it's just round as hell <laughs> it's yeah. just round as hell and then it looks like he had something like for his cheekbones to, like suck the middle of like you can put yeah. that like teasing your mouth mm-hmm. i don't know i just i really liked how they did that oh the design of gd prime perfect <laughs> yeah it was cool um yeah i already talked about that the ir and all that cool shit mm-hmm. but yeah besides me and you just talking about it i want to go through before we give our scores i want to go through and give talk about what critics and audience members are thinking so far i don't think there is an audience score yet but on google has a 95 metacritic has an 80 ron tomatoes has a 97 let's see if ron tomatoes has an audience score yet no it doesn't it does not Check last night. Uh, but Dunes is 97, and it is certified fresh. And the critic consensus consensus is visually thrilling and narratively epic. Dune Part 2 continues Denis Villeneuve's adaptation of the beloved science fiction series in spectacular form. I agree. Oh, Cabrini has a 94. <laughs> really? Could have gone to the red carpet. You know, we were there. Uh, and then finally, IMDb has this at a 9.4 out of 10. Mm, that is killer. So, Ryan, I'll let you go first. What, I gave it like an 87? I don't know. I think I gave it an 87. Maybe like 86. 86. Like Could be like an 84, 82, something like that. Man, you're, just, <laughs> you're a hater. No. I think 87 is fine. 87? Subject to change, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, keep riding, dude the hell out of here <laughs> okay what do you um, got i give it a 96 wow <laughs> i'm out of the loop pretty One high score close to what everyone else is believing in it what'd you give it on letterbox god oh, i didn't open letterbox you're gonna give it like three and a half aren't you i was gonna give it four I gave it it's 87 it's about four no that'd be four and a half be closer to four and a half. You're right, but <laughs> fucking whatever, dude. What do we round up? Yeah, no. <laughs> I gave it five stars. I, I saw you give it five stars. Five out of five, like, damn, has a four point five right now. Debuted as a four out of five on Letterbox. Nice. Yeah, I I love this movie. I think it's 
trying to think of other sci-fi movies I love. I mean, it's up there with like Alien for me. I don't know if you've seen Alien, but I love Alien. Sure. Have you ever seen the dude letterboxing review in the Alien movies? Yeah, yeah. It's like I like, like it, but it needs more it aliens. It needs more aliens. It's four stars, and it's <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> it's five stars. Yeah. I laugh at that. Me and Anthony Devaney, uh, Anthony from Raiders of Lost Park, we sent that. I sent it to him, and he laid sent me a video of him crying laughing. He's like, it's one of the best memes <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, it's so funny. It is a good like, one. It's up there with, like, Empire for me. Like, it's that level of good. See, I just, I can't, in good conscience, I can't agree with that. <laughs> yeah. No, it, I definitely think my my viewing experience was tampered by like sitting too. next to the, the biggest douchebag, the biggest, drunkest, highest douchebag I've ever seen it's in like my the life. Dude sat next to you in Jaws. Oh, yeah, he was talking that the whole motherfucker. Time. Yeah. No, this guy was worse than that. dude uh, was worse, I guess, because the dude was on his phone, but it was Jaws, so I'd seen it before. Yeah. This dude, dude no, the dude next to me was worse than the kids during air. Ooh. It was rough. Because the kids during air weren't smoking in my fucking face. So Oh my god, I wanted to trip those kids down the steps. So oh my god. Remember the one dude grabbed the kid? <laughs> he grabbed the one. <laughs> we were like, oh <laughs> that's a banger movie. That just won a that just won an award at the SAG. I think it won best screenplay. Okay. Good for good Air for was you. pretty good. Air got un- Air did not get enough love. No. That was another movie that suffered from an early release. But again, that's Air. This is Dune. Dune's going to hold its spot. Yeah. yeah. No, Air, Air was a good time. Dune, I, I think this is going to be like your Avatar 2 again. Yeah. Because I think you gave Avatar 2 like an 81. It's also because I fucking despise 3D. I didn't I know. Hate it so much. <laughs> oh, I do. I remember getting there and I saw him handing out glasses. I was like, I swear to God, if this is 3D. I was like, no, that's not the 40. <laughs> I almost left. I was like, hey, you can get an Uber. It's fine. I hate it. We went so my dad much. and brother. Did we? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we did. God, I hate 3D so much. It's I hate 3D. I didn't so know. Dumb. It was stupid that he only let it run in yeah, IMAX in 3D. Dickhead. Asshole. Because <laughs> he knew he could overcharge people for the tickets. Yeah. No, but I did it, and then I saw it again in normal, and it was it was a good time. I'm seeing Dune next Saturday. Nice. No, not next Saturday. Saturday after. Okay. Matt wants to see it. Yeah. It's still packed. Yeah, I bet. I thought two weeks from now it'd be a little open. No, it's it's gonna make a good amount of money. What are we saying? Over under six fifty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking opening weekend in my head, and I was like, Damn. no, I mean full run. <laughs> Um, I think we can make, yeah, what we did can the, make over. I think, what did the first one make? Like 500? It made like 400. Yeah, I didn't do great. But let me, let me see. I know it did like just well enough to get part two. And also, Denis putting part one in the beginning was kind of like, yeah, motherfuckers, I'm doing this. Um, no, I think I think it's going to make at least. Yeah, I think it'll make more than that for sure. I think 600 is probably a good one because it's not releasing on max the same time. Um, it's... You know, definitely got more hype around it. People like the first one, so I think you know six fifty is probably a good over and under. This would be it will be his biggest box office if it happens. Mm. Dude, the fact that Blade Runner didn't even make three hundred million, it is crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Arrival barely made two hundred. Mm-hmm. What was Prisoners? I think ended up making like ninety four or something. Again, not a big big hit, but also probably not a big budget. yeah, probably not a big budget. I think Arrival's budget's not even that big. Yeah, then he's one of those few directors who like it doesn't his 
movies could bomb every time, which they've tended to do. <laughs> but he's just so goddamn good. They're like, all right, you can make this. I think wow. they're banking. Arrival had a $45 million budget. Made what 20, three million. Yeah, fair enough. Damn. That's why they let me play, bro. Yeah. I mean, I think it's getting to that point where he has to be putting the best of all time. Yeah. Like, he's never made a bad movie. Yeah, I agree. What's he's his, definitely up there. What's his, weak, what's his weakest movie? Enemy? Probably Enemy. Let me pull up his his thing really quick. Me, Bill New, um, Canadian. He's Canadian? Mm-hmm. Must be French Canadian, though. Yes. He sounds like a dumbass. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel yeah, about the name. Shout out Montreal, dude. Oh, he did Polytechnic. I'm pretty sure it's not bad. That's a that's good reviews, though. Yeah, 88. That was his first, like, real. They did Incendies, which got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Not Best Picture. Uh, I think it won Best Foreign Film. That has a 91. It probably did. I remember that being great. Sendies, um, have you not seen it? No. You ever seen Sendies? No. Oh, so fucking good. <laughs> uh, it has to be. You haven't seen Enemy, have you? No. Oh, That is got, the other one because I, like, I like, like spiders. spiders. <laughs> <laughs> and spiders are like a key point in the story. Yeah, too. I don't want to watch it. the movie. I, not just like the I just see that scene. big like shot of the city, big ass spider walking through. I, I wrote a whole paper on that movie. I wrote, I think it's like a... 12-page paper. I know. You sent it to me. Yeah, explaining. Anyway. Yeah. I don't want to see that goddamn Spider-Man. Movie. Oh, man. You should watch it. I'll watch it with you. I just don't. I don't want to. It's a weird movie, but it's so cool. I, I don't. Um, so, yeah. Enemy, Polytechnic, Prisoners, Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner, <laughs> yeah. Dune Part 1. Yeah. like It has to be Enemy. What does Enemy have? Yeah, 71 is the lowest movie. Yeah. It's fair. What do the spiders represent an enemy? Order and chaos. What did you say? Your paper. I just said fear. Because it teach. I don't want to spoil it. There's a, there's a, it's like a whole really cool movie. Mm. Like, and there's a big kind of like twist in the middle of it. And then I wrote about what the twist meant at aligning with the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Nice. I think it goes into fear. But cool. yeah. Banger movie. You haven't seen Enemy. Really cool. Um, yeah, and weakest is a bad word for it. His least good. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, I think Dune Part 1. It's really hard to do like a spoiler free because you want to give them. I mean, we've done 45 minutes of spoiler free, which is that's a lot. It's pretty us. good. Yeah. But yeah, so like my final thoughts for everyone is definitely go check it out if you like the first one. And if you thought the first one was a little boring, this one probably will interest you more. I think there's more for you to grab onto. Yeah. But this one's also still very political. Yeah, it's still like a slur, like that's, but there's more yeah. action moments throughout. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like you get like the worm scene, you get the opening sequences, mm-hmm. and then the, the last 50 minutes. Yeah. It's nonstop. It's pretty action-packed. Pretty action-packed. Yeah. And if you love the first one, I think you'll love this one. You either be like me and think it's better, or you'd be like Ryan who thinks the first one's better. But yeah, um... Moving on. Well, is there anything you want to add to Dune Part 2? No. Can't wait to see, you know, if Messiah is good. Oh, yeah. Do you want to read the summary for Messiah? I didn't know if you read anything about it or if, like, our listeners did. So I went. I I know, like, the general story. I watched that video on Dune. Shout out Alt Shift X on YouTube. It's got a good, like, 
book versus movie comparison video. Actually, I'm not going to read it. That's kind of spoiler. That's spoilers for that. I'll read it in the next episode. That's fine. I don't know why I shout out a guy with like 2 million subscribers. He doesn't need it, but you know. Good hey, channel. Always take more. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on from that, we want to do, before we leave, we want to do a recommendation of the week. Ryan, starting with you, what are you going to recommend? See, I had one. And I've been sitting here for 43 minutes and 54 seconds trying to think of it. And I couldn't think of it again. <laughs> so I'm going to recommend. The Empire Strikes Back, which is the best science fiction movie ever made. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Dune, Dune or Star Wars? Dune. Star Wars came Dune first. Dune came first. <laughs> we had this discussion. <laughs> I gave a whole spiel on this the first time we reviewed yeah. Dune. Um, no, but Star Wars is better, objectively. <laughs> Not objectively. It's more fun. Yeah, but fun objectively, mean, it is more fun. Fun doesn't mean it's better. It means I want to watch Shark it. Shark 3D is fun. Shark 3D. Well, except for that one scene, which was just sad. Yeah, one scene. <laughs> no, not scary. Yeah. Just depressing. Ugh. Um, yeah, no, Empire Strikes Back. Good movie. Good movie. Great movie. Um, Empire? Better okay. Emperor. God, like I, I was sad that there wasn't more. I love Christopher Walken. Yeah, but every time he spoke, I was pretty invested. Yeah, no, definitely. He just has like a he, it was the same thing as um, what's her name? The his his daughter. Florence oh Pugh. shit! Yeah, Florence Pugh. Like they just Emperor had like really do anything in Empire. He's kind of like yeah, he's talking to Vader for a second. He's like, him though, wow. like the actual guy. Yeah, it's a monkey. If you watch the original, dude. Yeah. I have yeah. it on VHS. Yeah, we talked about this because it's illegal to technically <laughs> all three of them. One. VHS. There's somewhere in my house. I'm gonna find them. If you have uh, a new hope, I need like. I have it. On I'll VHS. give you money for that. Why? Because I really want to see the original New Hope. So you've never, never seen it without the CGI? No. Damn. Because the, the the first one I had was like DVDs from. I think the first one I have is just the dude. Like it's the real guy talking to Han. Oh, so like I have like Java? yeah, like like I have that. Oh, I need to see it. Like man. I've seen that cut. Like that's what I remember as a yeah. kid. All right. Well, now we have to find a VHS player. First off, I have a VHS player. You still have a VHS player? My attic. I just Damn. saw it. You're old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my acceptance letter in the New York Film Academy. Really? It was like talking about you had to give like an essay about like why you love film, mm -hmm. and I like talked to like I think it's like half my papers about like me growing up and every Friday Saturday I had like three laundry baskets under my bed just full of VHS tapes, mm -hmm. and I used to find like adult movies on there, like radar movies. I'm like. <laughs> nice and it was always just like really scary or like very fun i was just going to turn it off I'm like i'm scared <laughs> yeah but yeah um my recommendation of the week is going to be hmm. oh it's gonna be a new show i started it's called the curse it's on showtime it's uh nathan fielder emma stone ben safty it's really wacky it's really weird but uh, my friend of ours recommended it to me, and I uh, decided to give it a give it a nice watch. Two episodes in. Friend of ours, mm -hmm. Christopher Nolan, <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's where we gotta do the popcorn Oscars. The Oscars we do have to do the Oscars. In like a month. Yeah, when when is the Oscars? March fourteenth. Nah, we got time. And then we got St. Patty's Day next month. What what day is the parade? Sixteenth. Sixteenth. 
Darn. Darn. <laughs> so close. <laughs> I think it, it's always like right around the same because the actual day is the Sunday. So I'm yeah, the 17th gonna, is the holiday. Yeah, so I think they're going to do it yeah. the 16th. The well, 18th the is next. the real holiday. Is it? Then, yeah. Really? Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, watch The Curse. It's on Showtime. and I Paramount Plus? I think it's on. I don't know. It's really, it's really cool. It doesn't. Audiences aren't loving, but critics loved it, and they really liked it. That's who recommended it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Christopher Nolan loved it because he did that interview with uh, Fielder. So. Oh yeah. That's why I said that. I'm not saying uh, Nolan's our friend. I thought that you that made was, a joke like no. Nelson Nolan. <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. We'll be back next week with Dune spoiler review, and I think I'm gonna do another solo. Tommy's Corner, because I laced at the end of the other one. If it does well, I'll do it. And it did really well. So I said I'll do another one this week. Nice. Um, Ryan and me are going to probably find something else to talk about. I don't know if any movies come out this upcoming week besides Dune. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll do the spoiler one. Do we want to see Dune again? I I want to, because I want to see it. You, you want to see it Friday? Uh, Friday? I can probably see it Friday. Friday? I think. Thursday, I told uh, Ashlyn we're doing one of our uh, O'Connell's nights. Mm. I'm like a nice. Thursday night and just get shit face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to the episode. Make sure to continue liking, sharing, reposting, downloading, whatever you do with our podcast. Uh, continue the likes on TikTok because they've actually went up drastically somehow in the last like two months, which has been really cool. A new TikTok I actually posted today. Is there um, point on there yet? Nope. Right, cool. I, I've done pretty good. I, this password for TikTok will never be guessed. Good. It is 24 characters. It's long. Good. It is only written in the, on a notepad. Like, I didn't keep okay. it anywhere. Perfect. I refuse to let this account yeah. get hacked. Because that first one was... God Ooh. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, thank you guys again for tuning in. Yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Ryan, what do you want to what do you want to tell everyone back home? Um, Star Wars is better than Dune. No, it's not. It's just a fact. Dune is a better franchise with better books. <laughs>